this is Brittany Estep. And I'm Chip Richter. And you're listening to the Roots and Wings podcast. A conversation about faith, family, and parenting. We're glad you're listening. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. We are very excited to be here today, aren't we, Dad? We are very excited to be here today. Absolutely. Welcome back to the Roots and Wings podcast, everybody. Yeah, yeah. I um, am especially excited for this topic because I just think it's really good. I do too. <laughs> I'm really biased, I guess. I just think it's a really cool um, topic to dive into. And I've already gotten some positive feedback from um, friends and family and just listeners um, when I've asked about this topic to begin with. So uh, without further ado, Dad, what are we talking about today? We are talking about... Um A very timely topic for the season that we're in. We're talking about Advent. And in case you don't know what Advent is, and I I don't want to assume that everyone out there um, knows what Advent's all about or practices Advent, but Advent is, if you follow the Christian calendar, Advent is the preparation, the weeks leading up to Christmas. Many Christians around the world celebrate the season of preparation called Advent. And there may be some of you that that do this all the time and know exactly what it is. Maybe you've heard a little bit about Advent, or maybe you've seen the Advent candle in church being lit, things like that. And so we just thought we'd jump into this and just share with you just some of the ideas about Advent, how it works, what it's all about, and why it's a good thing, and how we can incorporate it into our families and even with our kids. There's some fun things about it. So let me just go to the very basics. The word Advent, A-D. V-E-N-T, stems from the Latin word adventus, which literally means coming or arrival. And there's other, other uh, liter- literal um, definitions, invasion, incursion, and here's the one I like the best, ripening. <laughs> I think what that's that pretty word? good. Ripening. Ripening. Oh. I think that's kind of cool. But it's all about anticipation of something that's happening, something's coming, and of course, in the context that we're talking about this, we're anticipating Christmas and the coming of Jesus, Jesus' birth, being born, coming to the earth. And also this idea of Advent within the Christian calendar and within Christian tradition also sort of refers to Jesus coming the second time at the end of the age. So some people will put those two things together. So basically, Advent means coming. And Coming. We we celebrate or or observe the season of Advent. It starts four weeks before Christmas, so mm-hmm. that would be the first Sunday or the first week of Advent would start December second, and so that's why wow. that's why we are kicking this off. So we just wanted to share a little bit about this idea of Advent, and maybe your family is already. Uh, observing Advent. Maybe you guys do something with it. And we wanted to just talk a little bit about what it is and how you can incorporate that into your family's tradition and maybe create a new tradition. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm curious, Dad. I know I I know about Advent because it's something that you and Mom taught us when we were young. And it was a part of our, for the most part, part of our Christmas traditions. But where, when did when were you first introduced to this topic? Was this something that you had growing up? And how did you guys, uh, how did you practice Advent? Mm-hmm. I guess actually, it wasn't something that we that we observed growing up. Um, 
in our in our home. I, I didn't really hear about Advent until really as an adult or as a young adult. And um, I think I think maybe or even as a as a teenager, perhaps. But really, it was at church. I mean, I think during mm-hmm. Christmas season that I saw, you know, they, they would have a time every Sunday, you know, leading up to Christmas where they would light the candle and they would talk about Advent. And so I kind of learned about it that way. But I never thought about the idea of having or celebrating or observing the season of Advent within our own home until um, I began, I, I think I discovered a devotional that kind of talked about that. And so we sort of introduced it at, at home with you kids. And I don't know that we were super um, successful with creating a tradition around Advent other than we, I know we did it a few years, yeah. but we didn't, I don't think we did it every single year. Yeah, I don't really remember like a traditional thing that we did. I just know that, and maybe it came from church too, that it was talked about Mm -hmm. and we kind of talked about it a little bit, but this was one thing I want to, I think one thing we want to highlight in this conversation, which I think is cool. So, you know, we talk about hearing it at church and that kind of stuff. And even we're going to dive into a little bit about this um, symbol of an Advent wreath. And I was showing my mother-in-law this this advent wreath that I made for Jeff and I because I want it to be more a part of our Christmas tradition and she was like that's awesome I've never seen an advent wreath in a home and I was like interesting because I think we often think of this if you have heard of it or if you haven't heard of it it's like a church thing but the cool thing is is it doesn't have to be that it can be a personal thing it can be a family thing it can be um, just a seasonal thing that can can kind of help create intention around um, the holidays leading up to it. Yeah, I think, and I think that in that idea of intentionality, we talk about that a lot, it seems like on our podcast, don't we? The word intentionality comes up. Um, that's kind of the reason for this Advent thing is it's to get our minds and our hearts sort of in a, in a, in a right, in a more aligned place with what Christmas is all about. In preparation, preparing our hearts and our minds, because Christmas is filled with so many activities, so many, uh, there's so much noise, there's so much hype, there's so much hustle and bustle, you know, we, we talk about that all the time, that it's really easy to get s- just swept away by all of the tinsel and glitter and noise of Christmas and consumerism and gift buying and all that goes with that. And, and while those things are, there's aspects of those things that are great, pretty fun, they can rob us from the real true spirit of the season. And as we think about parenting our children and wanting them to have, you know, a sense of passing on our faith to our kids and their spiritual development and all that goes with that, I think Advent is a really good opportunity to do that with them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah intentional yeah. being intentional about it is really you know is really the point of the whole the whole practice right right i think that's really good and, and and needed you know i do like for for me i think advent helps me when you talk about walk through some of those christmas traditions so the way i look at advent i think we were saying that there's a lot of different things but typically there's like these four pillars of advent let's why don't you describe the wreath that you made and just let's just describe what's in the wreath and how do you use it 
and what it all what sure. it all means. Can you do that? <laughs> I'm still figuring that. Yeah, I'm still figuring that out because we have never done it before. This is our first year. But well, let, we'll tell everybody. I can tell t- us all about the wreath you made because I haven't seen it either. Yeah, sure. So I um, I made mine to be kind of like cutesy home rustic, I guess, because I like decorating that kind of stuff. But it is just a green wreath. So the wreath technically symbolizes it's this circle. So it's just like this circle of, of eternity, you know, of, of Jesus. It's just this, that's what the wreath symbol symbolizes. So there's a wreath and then I bought, um, like thick candles. So about, I personally bought about four, maybe five thick candles, different heights. And I just stuck them on a wood, um, base in the middle of this wreath. And for me, they're all white, but there's other colors people use for it. And there's just four candles surrounding um, this one fifth candle that's in the middle, but they're all just around each other in this wreath. And it just sits on my kitchen table. And in tradition, this wreath represents, like I said, that eternal picture, but then each of those candles represent a pillar um, of something to focus on throughout the Advent season. So um, that's great. And that gives I think that gives the listeners kind of a picture and an idea. And you're going to take a, a picture of your wreath, right? So we can post it up on the Web page. Yeah, yeah, I definitely can. And it doesn't have to be fancy or expensive. I think I went to Pacatan's and I bought the wreath for $3. Mm-hmm. And the candles were a little bit more expensive just because they're candles, but they should last you from year to year. You know, I don't envision us burning through them like crazy. So, And, and some traditions too, some faith traditions, the candles, um, I've seen where they represent different things. I mean, they're all like like that, peace, joy, hope. Um some of them, and then some, and in some some faith traditions, they actually do them in different orders. I, I guess rather than get too hung up about you know what they you know what what they're supposed to mean and what order do you do them in, I don't think that's as important as the intentionality that we're talking about. I think mm-hmm. if you do a little research online, you can you can pick you can pick out the ones the, the you know the symbol the symbolism that that best reflects you know, your faith tradition and your family and where you're coming from. So I wouldn't get too mm-hmm. hung up about it. Do a little research because you want to communicate these things to your children and kind of, you know, make this a teaching moment. Um, but I think um, there's a ton, like I said, there's a ton of info out there. Um, so so that the idea of the wreath, like Brittany said, represents eternity. A circle, of course, goes on and on. It never ends. So that's the idea of a wreath. And the evergreen, of course, is life. You know, so that's a cool symbol. The colors of the can. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. the colors of the candles. Some Advent wreaths, you'll see the color. The candles are purple. Um, other Advent mm-hmm. wreaths, I've seen the candles are red. And then the the last candle or the 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 one that you like Christmas Eve, it, it's a lot of people refer to it as the Christ candle because it represents Jesus. And a lot of times that candle is white. So um, you'll, you'll see Advent wreaths that way. So again, look at, look at the different um, symbolisms that are out there. Pick the ones that work good for you guys. And um, yeah, just bring it, you know, bring it home. That's the point of it is bring it all home mm-hmm. and do it at home. Um, I know one family who they do um, the Advent wreath in their family, and then they they have a, a manger scene that they that they set up, set up. But what they do is each week they add different characters to the manger scene. 
yeah, so it's kind of cool. So the kids get to, you know, add the, you know, the shepherds and and then the, the wise men and then, you know, Mary and Joseph and then baby Jesus. And it, it, each mm-hmm. one is and there's this this building up to, you know, the um, the Christmas, the, the actual Christmas um, celebration. And of course, the Christmas story mm-hmm. can be a part of all that, too. And you could there's you know, it's it's good, I think, to incorporate scripture in with the Advent and the lighting of the candle, a lot of times this um, Advent wreath can be the centerpiece of your dining room table. So, you know, you have you get together mm-hmm. for dinner. Everybody, you know, you come together for dinner every night, maybe on whatever night of the week it is, Monday night or whatever. That's the night you light the new candle or the first candle and the next week's second. But then every night of the week, you light that same candle again. So the candle gets the burn, you know, every night through leading up mm-hmm. through the time. Mm-hmm. So there's a real um sense of anticipation about it and it's kind of that's kind of fun. So Yeah, and I will say too, it doesn't have to be a wreath, you know? Like if that if that doesn't really suit your fancy, there's a lot of different ways you sure. can enjoy Advent and talk about that season and make it intentional for your family. Um some of the resources I'm thinking of is I know focus on the family. We've mentioned them before um, through adventures and odyssey and other tools that they have. I know that they have posted free advent, like printout where you can like print out this like worksheet or activities to do with your kids. It's free. We'll post a link to yeah. that. Um, yeah. Great. So that, that's a really fun resource to look great at resource. I know that there's advent like, calendars i i saw this also at packetans where it's like they pull out little boxes and each day instead of like just one thing a week it's like each day represents something so there's a lot of different things that you can do and you know i'm even as i've heard us talk i really don't want this to i don't want this to overwhelm anybody because i could see how if maybe this is not something you're used to or maybe you're still wrestling through parts of faith and you're not even really quite sure where you land on that during the christmas season and you're hearing these pillars and this eternity and these blah blah blah, mm-hmm. blah. i don't don't let those words and and the technical parts of it keep you from opening up your heart to it and 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 experiencing it and celebrating it in your own Mm -hmm. way i don't think advent has to be a checkbox i think we would be missing the point if it was i think advent is just supposed to be a time where we set aside to think about all that this season brings and and why we even find hope Mm -hmm. why there is even peace why there's even love and, and why it can bring meaning to the things that we love to do. And I think for me, that's why it's so special because all of a sudden gathering with family and opening up presents, I get why there's so much joy there. There's joy there because Jesus brought us joy mm-hmm. first. And I get why there's so much comfort and peace and, and hope with, with Christmas lights around and the hustle and bustle of everything we hear all the time. All of these things are possible because of this, of what Jesus brought to it makes it just makes everything make so much more sense to me and even the traditional christmas traditions you know make just have a little bit more life to it for me we do want to set set us all up for just a an just an, a real encounter with with the holy spirit in this christmas season i think that's the most powerful thing about this and what this is doing it's preparing our hearts and i mentioned to Brittany as we were getting ready for this podcast 
Um, it's like the Christmas carol, Joy to the World, the line that says, let every heart prepare him room. And I think it's interesting. Our hearts get really full with lots of stuff over Christmas, you know, over the Christmas season, preparation, baking mm-hmm. and gift buying and decorating and parties and all of that. Every, all, all of those things are real fun and kind of cool, but it's, we really need to make more room in our hearts for what God wants mm-hmm. to whisper mm-hmm. to us in, a, in, these, in these times and this mm-hmm. really kind of magical, mystical mystery of this whole Christmas season. And, you know, there are a lot of people during Christmas that really struggle with some hard things, maybe hard family things that have gone on or some memories or some, you know, just real difficult childhood, you know, family things that happen maybe during Christmas or some tragedies. And I recognize that. And I was having a conversation with someone just the other day about how for them, Christmas is a hard time because of some things that happen. And I just feel Mm -hmm. like um, that's important for us to recognize there's people around us who, while we may be, you know, giddy and excited for Christmas, there are some people that are kind of dreading it. And I, I would love to see that change for those folks by, and it'll only change because um, the, the love of Christ comes and overwhelms them. And so if we're, if you're in this place, you know, where you're excited for Christmas, let's, let's just try to be sensitive to people around us and just prepare room in our own hearts, even for others and offer grace and love and mercy. And just as we interact with each other, I think that would Mm, be a good thing. That's great. Good, and we will post the the link to Focus on the Family's website. I've got several other websites that I found as I was researching a bit that I think are great. So we would love to know how you guys, if you are already celebrating Advent and doing it in a unique way or creative way, we'd love to hear how you're doing it and see pictures of your Advent wreath. Brittany's going to post a picture of her Advent wreath, or I don't know, maybe it's not a wreath at all. Maybe it's an an Advent tree, or mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. It could be a whole nother. Um, a whole nother idea. So we'd love to get your, hear your ideas and share those Mm -hmm. with everybody too. Yeah. And, and maybe you have questions too. Maybe this is a topic that's new to you and it's kind of scratching the surface. And if you have questions about that and want to kind of understand it a little bit more, always feel free to email those to you. I'll send, I'll send you to my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, we, This is a conversation. We say it all the time. And so we'd love to get you involved in the conversation as well. So share your thoughts and your your ideas, your questions with us. And we would love to um, engage with you in that way. Um, You can connect with us in several Mm -hmm. different ways. The uh, Facebook page is Roots and Wings Podcast on Facebook. Our website is rootsandwingspodcast.com. We're also, we also have an Instagram account, Roots and Wings Podcast. And then, as always, you can email us. My email is chip, C-H-I-P, at chiprichter.com. And Brittany's email address is Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y, at chiprichter.com. And we'd love to hear from you and hear how your Advent season is coming and what are some of the traditions that you're doing and how you're doing it. Like always, if you like what you've heard or if there's an episode that stood out to you, um, I think the best way to help us out is by sharing what you've heard and what inspires you and how you can and use our words or our conversations to hopefully continue some more inspiration because we are inspired by you guys. Yeah. Thanks everybody. We do appreciate you listening. We recently heard about a listener who listens to us faithfully every morning, every Monday morning at six thirty. She can't wait for it to come. <laughs> and that inspired us. So 
Um, you know who you are, listener, and we just want to say thanks. We love you and appreciate you. So uh, It's what keeps us doing this. So definitely share what inspires you and just let us know how we can keep serving you well. So thank you for taking the time to listen in on our conversation. And I pray that this is just a great start to a really good season for everybody. Yeah. Keep up the keep up the good work. Keep listening. Keep sharing. Yeah, and, um, for sure. Happy Advent, everyone. Yeah. See you guys next time. 